Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Thank you so much, Carl, for that introduction and welcome to Friends Friday Fun. Of course, Friday is the best day of the week because I have the opportunity to touch people's hearts in a positive way and hoping that I cause a ripple effect so that you too choose Friday as your special day to reach out and make a new friend or connect with a friend that you haven't spoken with for some time. And today I have the opportunity to talk about our second C for success. As you know, we have a conversation on a weekly basis about one of the four C's for success. And today we're going to talk about communication. And the first C is commitment. The second C is communication. The third C is community. And finally, the fourth C is collaboration. In order to have any kind of success, I believe you need all four of these C's to make it happen for you. And Mark Cyril Camden is my guest today. And Mark is actually passionate about soccer. He's a former semi-professional who has practiced this sport since he began to walk. He says sports has taught him many lessons that he would now like to share with the little ones. Now, as an educator, he is committed to offering a better soccer experience for every child in order to help them reach their full potential. Mark actually came to Canada in 2001, and he studied at the University of Montreal, where he earned a Bachelor in Mathematics. He also has a certificate in business administration from the University of Quebec, and he has been awarded with a prize award to entrepreneurs in the region of the national capital for their positive impact in the community. Mark also was recognized as the Montreal African League best player in 2004, 2005, and 2006. Today, He actually runs a soccer program to help children to be able to be the best versions of themselves. And when I heard about what Mark was up to, of course, it was a natural fit for me to want to have a conversation with him because I, too, am hoping that what I'm doing with the Positive Attitude Zone talk cards will impact people in a positive way and help cause a ripple effect for people to be the best versions of themselves through the education and information that I provide here on our podcast. So welcome, Mark, and happy Friends Friday. Thank you for having me, Penny. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to have a chat with you a little bit about the second C for success communication. And I know in our conversations that uh, communication is a very important factor when it comes to being successful in anything you do. So give me an idea of communication and the importance in what it is that you do now with your students in soccer. So communication is, it's um, like, you know, it's a very, very crucial uh, skill, uh, uh, value to have because in a soccer game, for example, when uh, you have a you have a common goal, in order to reach that goal, every team player needs to communicate. For example, pass me the ball. I am here. Someone is behind you. And what I'm trying to teach the the those the children is it's more to have the confidence to express themselves. 
to express, recognize their feeling, express it, express their thoughts, because that's what is going to help them become the, the future leader that they want or just a, a good, good friend, you know. Absolutely. And I think often sometimes, like you said, being able to communicate effectively is important because if they don't express their emotions, they get them stuffed down and then it builds up into anger and lashing out and doing things that they are calling for attention. It's a different way of expressing themselves. But when they can communicate more effectively, then they can manage their emotions and be able to be effective communicators. Is that is that what you're getting at? That's exactly it. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's, our, it's our role as coaches or even parents to recognize uh, those because there are various ways to, to communicate. You have the verbal, you have the nonverbal. And so committable, the program, we put specific attention on the child. So we are able to see, okay, these activities, maybe he's not responding well because it's too difficult. Let's adjust. So, and you, you see now the enjoyment of, of the, of the child. Beautiful. And that's the most important thing. It's about having fun and learning along the way. And if you are pushing children out of their comfort zone way too far, they're going to push back. And so allowing them to move forward step by step, that's kind of what we do at graduate and working with entrepreneurs. We help people to move forward, taking little baby steps at a time, mastering that and then moving on to the next thing. Is that kind of what you're doing with the kids? So it's more enjoyable? Penny, that's exactly correct. And you said you said a very crucial word, fun. It's it has to be fun because kids they learn so much by by having fun and taking them step by step to not rush them. Uh, because you don't want them to have a success right away and and being stretched, but you want them actually to master all the process to get to that that success so you imagine that is very important first of all to establish in uh, the communication on where we want to to go and get them to understand that in order for them not to follow right absolutely that's wonderful i think what you're doing is not just going to help them in soccer, but in all areas of their life and hopefully impact their parents too so that they have the most nurturing relationship with their children. Because I think you had mentioned before, or at least I personally have seen in other sports where parents push their children because they want them to have their dream that perhaps they didn't fulfill. Penny, you know, uh, that is the cause of a big, big, big uh, statistics. Did you know 70, 75% of the kids before the age of 13, they drop out of sport because of that specific situation. They, they're not having fun anymore, either because the parents are too pushy or the, the, the coaches uh, have set the, the wrong objectives for them. So again, the parents... And we talk about communication. You should identify what your kids wants to do. Our goal, our, our job as parents is just to give them tools, right? 
and Absolutely. give them the values that is going to keep them going, not to push them to become the next star because that's what we wanted to do. It's the best way to just get them discouraged and, and quit, make them quit the sports. At Soccer Midable, we the program is, uh, we use it as a tool as well to reinforce already the values that the, the parents give to the kids at home. And we give them as, le- as well tools uh, throughout our, our sessions to how to manage this or this situation. If you observe this, it probably because of this so that they continue to just follow, follow the child throughout their, their soccer journey. Beautiful. I love it. And I love how you talk about soccer as a tool. And I have a pretty magical tool too. <laughs> you know that. I know that. I have been following your work and I'm so amazed by what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank Um, you. You know, one thing that uh, I heard from, from my pastor at church, he said, you have to be the change you want to see in this world. And that's exactly what you are doing, Penny. Thank Thank you. you for inspiring us. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I I totally believe uh, in that quote as well, that you you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. And that's what I set out to do with this podcast. And, you know, originally I thought it was such a simple thing that people already practice this. But I've come to realize that I think people have just forgotten how to exercise their positive attitude because there's so much negativity around us. We can only fend off so much right and then eventually it starts to seep in and so with the positive attitude zone talk cards this is exactly what parents need to be able to communicate most effectively with their children because I don't know about you but when my kids came home from school and I'd say how was your day fine what did you learn Oh, not much. It's just basic questions. But when you start digging deeper and ask different questions, then you get different answers and you really get to know the kids, where they're coming from, what their perspective is of the world in the place that they are today. And so same thing with when I meet new people. I use the positive attitude zone talk cards to find out more about them so that I can understand where they're coming from and be able to communicate with them at their place. Right. So and it's a lot more fun because you get to learn a whole lot about people um, because there's lots of variety of questions. So we actually have five different categories. So we have a a category called um, self-esteem and values, which is blue. The purple category is about relationships. The green category, my favorite, is about creative thinking. And then we have uh, the pink category, which is reflective thinking. And the yellow category is forward thinking, forethought. And so we've got 10 questions in each of those categories. So it gives you quite a variety. And what I love to do at dinner time, I'll have kids or family members pull a question and then they answer it. Every time the answer is a little different because you have more life experience that you've had so that you can share from that, right? I have a young fellow that I had the opportunity to speak with on our last episode, Jason Dubois, and he actually loves soccer. And so when I told him that uh, he was going to get to pick the question for you to answer as a soccer professional, he was just 
elated. The question that he picked for you, Mark, is what made you feel good today? Oh, my God, that's an excellent question. If uh, we were a little bit, uh, uh, usually that question overall, I would say when I play soccer, when I coach, when I talk about soccer, it always makes me feel happy, happy. But uh, today, at this time, is definitely talking to my family, my kids. Right now, they are in Congo. So yeah. every morning, they, they wake me up with a video call. And that's the right way for me to set up my day. Beautiful. Great way to start your day. And amazing today that we have all this technology that even though you're like continents apart, <laughs> you yes. still have the opportunity to communicate with them directly and you can see them too. Definitely. Definitely. You know, body language is a big part of communication too. And that's what I constantly remind people is that email and texting, it doesn't have the same impact as actually seeing somebody other emotions that people can hide when they are just typing and so um having the opportunity to see your kids that's just beautiful so i'm glad that made you feel good today thank you and uh, just to add to what you were saying because uh, often even when you ask somebody how is your day going Often, even by reflex, we say, oh, it was not bad, it was good. But when you have that person in front of you, you can tell if the day was actually uh, was actually a good day or something is going on. Yeah, so the nonverbal communication, it's also a very key part of, of communicating. Absolutely. And, you know, I find it interesting because people tend to suppress when they are not having a good day, they won't share it. And that's when we need to share it because that person can help pick you up or help give you a solution or change the way you're looking at things. But if you don't share how you're feel how you're really feeling, then they don't have that opportunity to help you. And asking is a big, big part of communication. Of communication, that's true. Awesome. So now I get to ask you a question. I'd like to know what color you would like to pick for our next guest to answer. So we've got, as I said, five categories, blue, purple, green, yellow, or pink. Let's go with purple. That's my, that's my daughter's favorite color. All right. So we've got purple and the purple is the relationship category. And right now I've got five questions available. What number would you like? Actually, number five. The so number five it is. <gasps> okay, this is a good one, but it's not for you to answer. What's your best family memory? What's your best family memory? Oh, that's great. Now, that's imagine, great. how many kids do you have? Three. So imagine if you asked each of your family members, each of your kids and your wife, what their best family memory was, I bet it would be different for each one of them. Definitely, definitely. Right? And that's actually what I'm going to do. <laughs> Good! <laughs> I gave you a question that you can ask your family. Yes, definitely. And of course, I want my listeners to think about that too, because we want to always keep the most positive memories and experiences alive so you do that through talking about them and you'll find that 
often what happens is when you ask your family this question, then they will remember something that maybe you, it wasn't as impactful to you. And so that reignites that memory and brings back those happy emotions. Yes. And it gives you the opportunity just to share as well and, and, and talk about it. Exactly. Now, I do have to say that I want to let everybody know that, Mark, you came here to Canada in 2001. And Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned to me in the past that your English, you only started learning how to speak English at 19. So that's probably close to when you arrived, right? That's that's right. And uh, Penny, it was... uh... It was quite painful to hear me talk in English because I, I couldn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and uh, when, uh, uh, what I did is uh, I had to go to Kingston yep. in an uh, immersion program for a month and a half where it's that program as soon as you get uh, there it was a university of kings uh, queen's university as soon as you get there no more french otherwise you kicked out of the program so when i was talking to you about non-verbal so i was using my hands a lot just to say i am hungry i don't i can't i don't understand those little things i i couldn't say it in english and that program helped me i would say i learned 60 to 75 percent of my uh my english there and then i just kept practicing because i was so committed to learn uh, the language it's important to communicate you know so so that's why i wanted to come be able to make myself uh, be on this understood in both language. Love it. And I think you've done a fantastic job. You know, your English is very, very good. And it's funny mm-hmm. because my mm-hmm. husband is French and his family, his mom was English, his dad was French. So in their home, when you would address, you know, the father, it was always French. And when you would address the mother, it was always in English. So I took French immersion at school. And same thing, my parents were both English, but we could not speak English when we were in class. We could only speak French. And so you are immersed into it and you have no choice but to learn it. And it's interesting because I know, you know, Mark, my husband, Mark, his name's Mark too, spelled the same way as you. (laughs) And, you know, when he was growing up, It was natural for them to speak one language to one parent or the other. But interesting that his parents did not, at the time, speak either language. And when they met each other, they could flourish in love. You know, love is a language all by itself. That's right. No, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I just realized there's a lot of similarity. Uh, That's why the first time we were introduced, I I knew that... uh, we we have the same 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 values we share the same 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 goals and i really love that and it's a, it's an honor for me to be here just talking with you penny thank you thank you it's a it's a pleasure having conversation with you and i'm so glad to call you my friend because that's what this is all about making likewise 
And, you know, it's interesting that I did my stat on the podcast just the other day, and Mm. I actually have people in Africa that are listening to my podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so I'm hoping that that'll grow because maybe some of the people you know will also listen to my podcast. You know what? It's a lot of fun learning about people and getting to know people, but more importantly, how we can help each other, right? Because that's what it's really all about. Being a human being is about being with other human beings and how we can be the best version of ourselves. And that's what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. We have to remind adults to keep fun in their life. So we do that through sharing a joke or an antidote. Um, So you've got something to share with our listeners today, right? So definitely. Penny, this is a this is a true story. When uh, I I was uh, I was playing with University of Montreal. Yep. And it was a preseason game, and uh, we we went to to the U.S. United States uh, to play against uh, UMass University of Massachusetts. Yes. So we go there. Uh, we line up for the game. We sing uh, national anthems before starting the game. You know, I was just learning English. Uh, I, I, I actually that's when I, I knew that I need to take classes okay. <laughs> because the, the, the guy, the first guy, uh, after the, the national anthem, the, the, the team you cross and you, you shake your hands to, uh, to wish us good luck, you know, right. and yeah. everybody was like, good game, good game. That I knew it was good game. And the, the last one said, good luck, but he said that so quick. And I thought he was he was giving me his name. So I was like, oh, yo, Mark, nice to meet you. And throughout the game, that guy actually was playing in the same, uh, like he was my direct op- opponent. Okay. And I was talking to my teammate at halftime. You know, that guy, his name is good. Is Glock. I heard Glock. So that Glock guy, he's an and one of my teammates said, what are you talking about? His name is not Glock. Said, he told me that when we were shaking hands. And so the guy behind me said, no, he just said, good luck. Oh, I felt so bad. Everybody just laughed. So, uh, that, so that's, that's my joke that I wanted to share with you. That is related to communication as well, because it's about understanding each other, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what it's about. But you know what, you also put yourself right now in a vulnerable position. And that's what inspires people. You know, if you can laugh at yourself and learn from your mistakes, that's what makes life so much fun and interesting, right? Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is kind of funny. And we're going to remember Gluck for the future. By the way, uh up until today, my former teammate at university, they still call me Glock. <laughs> I've got a new nickname for you, Mark. <laughs> uh, All right. So let's wrap up with some last words of wisdom around communication. So what would you like to leave as a takeaway for the listeners today about communication? Any one thing that... Uh, Communication is, like I said, uh, sometimes in relationships, we have expectations. Yes. But if you have expectations without communicating them clearly and effectively, 
you set yourself up for disappointment. Absolutely. People cannot read what is on your mind, right? So very important, like you said, to share what, what your needs are in order now to give the chance to people to adjust or react to it. If my wife is listening, it's not you, babe. You cannot be mad at me for not doing the dishes or whatever if you didn't communicate it that clearly to me that what that's what you needed. Yes. I mean, uh, so communicate what you need in order to have the the result you want. Absolutely. That is the best advice. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mark, for sharing that. And, you know, effective communication. I've been married 35 years. So Mm -hmm. that I know is the key to a successful marriage is communication. That's true. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining me, Mark. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you have lots of things going on and, you know, lots of uh, people that you work with and manage. So I really appreciate this time. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me today. And I want to say happy Friends Friday. Thank you to my listeners for taking time to tune in. I hope you enjoy this episode with Mark. It's been a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to having a conversation with my uh, business partner, Liz, and she's the one who's actually going to answer that question. What's your best family memory on our episode next week? And uh, I'm going to say, be sure to connect with me. My information is in the show notes. Feel free to connect with me. Mark also has his contact information in the show notes because we are all about making new friends. Definitely. Awesome. And we will be, I will be especially follow, uh, listening the next episode to, to hear the, the answer. Excellent. Beautiful. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. And I will say bye for now. Thank you, Penny. And ciao, ciao. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.